0: hey everybody we are back again with another episode of pitch intense i'm jacob and i'm mark and i'm excited mark's got a new idea for us today what do you
1: think it is million dollar guess
0: i think it's a sequel to million dollar baby no, it just, is just look
1: who's a million dollar baby now uh, that's a good
0: title you like
1: that yeah. what if the boxer could talk oh, oh i would love that
0: <laughs> the pie at the end talks
1: oh what if the pie could talk <laughs> That's a Simpsons reference.
0: Oh, it is, really?
1: Yeah, I uh, Ron Howard steals Homer's idea about a talking pie. <laughs> I'll have to show you that episode. Um, oh, nice. Yeah.
0: But before we do that, Omar, we were going to talk about some movie news and maybe what's coming out in April.
1: Yes, it's. Uh, we're about ready to start a new month and we are going to go see some new movies. We saw some new movies in March. Oh, a lot we of them. We saw movies. Shazam. Yep. Was Creed 3 in March or was yep. that February?
0: That was like the very beginning of March, I think. So Creed yeah, 3, yep.
1: Shazam... John Wick 4. Oh, yeah. Why do I feel like I'm missing one? There's
0: one there's one in there. Yeah, in between. What was it? Oh, it was it. Oh, no, that was February. Sorry. I, I'm blanking on what it was too, Mark. But I know there was something else. But it was a good
1: month for movies, though. We I liked thought. that yeah. movie. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, I'm sure we did. Whoever made that movie, you guys did a bang-up job. Yeah. And guess what we're seeing? We're leaving here in a few hours to go see. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Should we roll the dice to see if it's gonna be good? We could, Mark. Hang on. I didn't I was gonna get some dice, but Uh-oh. I didn't. But it says Outlook looks good.
0: <laughs> I'm excited for it. I but I'm a little I, I I like I've never played Dungeons and Dragons at all, Mark. That's my thing. Going to this movie. No,
1: I have friends who are pretty into it, mm-hmm. and I went with him to see it. And I I was like, "Why does that dragon look so fat?" <laughs> he's like, "That's the dragons are fat." Oh, really? And I'm like, "Oh, because like, he's like, I, "Apparently, it's like as near as I can tell." It's like a uh, Hobbit thing where they just oh. sit on their gold, but unlike Smog, <laughs> Smog who kept lean, he yeah. must have. They must have had a good dragon gym in that <laughs> golden elf mine or dwarf mine that oh. Smog took over because these ones don't, so they just get fat.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: Yeah, so that's what he said. He was telling me like the red wizards, the owl bear, all that's part of the lore. Okay. So he's pretty excited. So. Well, I'm excited too. Just it looks funny. And it looks like a good time. They did so. say that this is like the most piniest Chris Pine performance. That's, I love that. I don't even know what that means,
0: yeah, but it's a, it's a cool review. I
1: think. What do you What do you think that means? Uh, well, I don't know what they mean. I mean, I do like Chris Pine a lot. I like Chris Pine too, but I don't know. I've never thought of him like he's not like Christopher Walken, where yeah. he has like a oh, like a a schtick or
0: something yeah uh, no, so i was like does what does that, that mean yeah uh, maybe maybe years from now we will say that though maybe i don't know. he has, just has a bunch of sap coming off him the whole time uh, maybe yeah but i mean it's like somebody like that that i think of right away who has these isms like of now would be like paul rudd i feel like paul rudd's got
1: paul those. rudd would have you that know? yep like, but, like i said my go-to is christopher Walken. yeah
0: harrison ford's got the point you know george
1: Clooney or not george uh uh uh, guy from Jurassic Park based on his name. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, very he much. is yes. very full yeah. of isms.
0: Yeah, you just had to say Jurassic
1: Park. Yeah, yeah. Know. you knew exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Are there any actresses that have isms?
0: Oh, man, off the top of my head. Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, she has a few, actually. Um, Her new
1: movie looks fun.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I, I love Jennifer Lawrence, too. I do, right? too. I think she's funny and charming, both on and off screen.
1: I like the. F- I think we've covered that movie already, but yeah, yeah, I like the fact that she she looks like she can genuinely do comedy. Yeah, um, like she looks very funny. Right? I, I agree. Um. So yeah, Jennifer, I'm trying to think who, what other actresses might have an ism. I know there's more, Mark. I wouldn't say Charlie. Like Charlie Theron is like one of my favorite. Oh, she's so cool. I think of her as like a female Gary Oldman. Uh-huh. Like that's because she can like disappear in her roles. Definitely. Um, so she doesn't have an ism. So I don't know why I brought her up, in (laughs) hindsight. Uh, (laughs) It's always good to bring her up, I think. Yeah, what's, what, nothing has ever gotten worse by bringing Charlize Theron into it. That's true. Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying her name right. But anyway, um, that is the big thing. So we are heading to Dungeons & Dragons soon. yeah. Uh, we're gonna see some pine. It's gonna be a pine fest.
0: (laughs) It is, Mark.
1: I wonder if they'll, like, make it smell like pines. Ooh soul. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's going to be like a Christmas movie. It is.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Well, we were going to look at some of the uh, April releases, though.
1: Yes. Yeah. We are getting ready for April. Uh, we are excited for April. We can't wait. We cannot wait for April. Yeah. There's some fun stuff. So, yeah, let's start with uh, the April releases.
0: So, the big one right off the bat is the Mario movie, Mark. And I am so excited to see this. I am
1: pumped for Super Mario as well. Yeah. Um, You want to hear a true story about me and Mario? Oh, absolutely. I was going to save it until next week, but I think I'm going to unleash it now. (laughs) Uh, When I was a kid, they used to have Super Mario World. It was a cartoon that aired on Saturday. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The one with Yoshi. Yeah. uh, There's an episode, I kid you not, where Princess Peach... Gets tickets to go see Millie Vanilli in the episode. Oh, really? Yes. So she goes to Millie Vanilli, and the Koopa kids get involved, and I think they kidnap them. So then, like the Mario and them have to get involved and save the Koopa kids. Yada yada mm-hmm. yada. And Millie Vanilli do their own voices. Really? And as a child watching this, I remember thinking to myself. There is no way they are singing that song. (laughs) That does not sound like them. Really? Yes! Like, (laughs) that was eight. Uh Uh-huh. I was really young, but I remember, like, I cracked that right away. I was like, that's not them. And Milli Vanilli fooled the entire world. Yeah, because they
0: came out, they got busted later. Yes!
1: But, yeah, I remember right away, I was watching it. Like, right away, I'm like, that's not them singing. Mark, you were ahead of your time. I was. Well, that's why I became a detective. Yeah. (laughs) I became the cartoon detective. You did. Yes. So. I love that
0: story. Do you You like it? It's 100% true. Yeah.
1: I'll show you the episode when we're done. Okay. I
0: can't wait to see it. I'll see if I can crack the code, too. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Mario is, I think, my most anticipated. I just, I grew up playing Mario games, uh, I love those so much, so I, I can't wait.
1: It does look really good. I like the fact that it's tying in all the lore. Yeah, even like, Mario Kart. And yeah, Mario Kart looks near so, as I can
0: tell, is going to be a huge yeah. part of the game. Mm-hmm. I Army mean, movie, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it is a huge part of the game, but yes. I don't know how that's going to play into the movie. Yeah, but... that's
0: what I'm excited to see. It's like, how are they going to tie all this together? Yeah. So, it's going to be great. And then uh, I think it's the same day Air is coming out, with uh about the michael jordan nike relationship and that looks great like every trailer i've seen and people are saying it's great too
1: i'm excited yeah. i don't even like i don't like sports and i don't like shoes and somehow it's getting mm-hmm. me and i also don't like matt damon oh you don't no he's an actor i just he just kind of rose me the wrong way oh man, we all have those who do you have there has to be an actor oh, you're, uh, you're too nice to have somebody yeah i i can't think of anybody off the top of my head
0: i I like most actors, actually. There's no
1: actor that when you see or hear, they're like, ah, uh, like, yeah.
0: I guess Sean Penn a little bit, just because some of his movies are just kind of boring.
1: He's pretty pretentious. Yeah,
0: yeah, and he kind of is in real life, too. But um, but I do love Mystic River. That's a great Sean mm. Penn movie. That's probably my favorite one.
1: He was also Spicoli.
0: Oh, that's a great one, too. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And he was great in that role. But, But I love movies that are like behind-the-scenes stories like that, and I think I'm going to like it because of that.
1: Yeah, well, that's, I think, a a movie like that, that's the real test. If if you you don't care about Michael Jordan, you don't care about Nike, but you still want to see it. Uh, Then
0: it's done its job. Exactly. It does look like a good movie. (laughs) Then um, another movie coming out, April 7th, Paint. Owen Wilson plays a Bob Ross-like figure. The trailer looks great, I thought. You think so? Yeah, I love the poster. Actually, my most liked tweet of all time is I commented on the poster, and I said, this looks like a meme, but it's beautiful at the same time. And a bunch of people thought it was funny. That's your most liked? Yeah, it had, like, thousands of likes. And then it was so weird, Mark. Like, I follow this, like, movie page, and sometimes they post, like... This was on Facebook where I saw this. They they post, like, the best reactions to this movie trailer or movie poster. And anyway, I was just scrolling on my phone, and all of a sudden I see their article there and then on the article was my tweet whoa yeah, it was like and i didn't expect it they you know it's not like they let me know or anything it was crazy but you're too big for yeah. me yeah now i have to see paint
1: uh <laughs> mark i want i i don't know what i think uh, i'll see it you want to hear my impression yes oh wow look at this happy tree well hey we're gonna paint something over here <laughs>
0: wow owens <laughs> oh, owen wilson is fun doing person. i love owen wilson Next
1: movie, The Pope's Exorcist. Whoa! That I kind of do fun. want to see it. I like the fact that it does not look like the typical uh, exorcism horror movie.
0: Yeah, it looks a little like, different.
1: They, like, every time you see an exorcism horror movie now, they, they have to contort their body weird. Yeah. Um, and I do like the voice, like the deep voice mm-hmm. that the, the kid has. So And Russell Crowe. I love Russell Crowe. So... Yeah, I do I, too.
0: I'm excited to see him get in a role like this and I love the shot. This is going to sound funny. I love the shot in the trailer where he's riding on his little moped. I just think it looks funny to see Russell Crowe on I don't (laughs) even remember that. (laughs) It stuck out to me. And then uh, also on April 14th, we have Renfield. So we're getting exorcisms and vampires on the same day, Mark.
1: (laughs) I don't think Renfield is going to be good.
0: I'm worried about it. Like, I think it could be really good. And I'm excited. I think it looks like Nicolas Cage is going to have a ton of fun
1: it's gonna be the most cagey nicholas cage he's another ism
0: he is isn't he yeah that's actually maybe the biggest one maybe yeah <laughs> nowadays maybe. yeah but you're right it looks like if it's bad it's gonna bomb i think you i know? think it's
1: gonna. i especially if they made it r-rated uh-huh which i'm not uh because i mean that gets gonna cut down on your audience so. yeah
0: it looks like the blood's unnecessary too i noticed in the trailer it looks like it's all these like Explosions of blood. And well stuff, sometimes that right?
1: adds like that's part of the humor. That's it's, true. It's not just like a person's dying, it's they're they're dying in an incredibly graphic way. Yeah. Um which is weird that, that we find that funny as it, a society. But it's true. I mean yeah. that is part of like what makes something funny sometimes, is it's like, no, we didn't just kill him, it's like it was excessive and crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I was
0: out of, of explosion.
1: Yeah. Um I mean that's what the machete movies are built around. So mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Uh I I don't think I'll be seeing Renfield in theaters.
0: I probably won't rush to see it. Um That's I, not gonna be a first in line? I I probably that night actually I'm probably gonna do the Pope's Exorcist actually over that.
1: I, I, I know I that's probably not the best of me, but what if the reviews come out and everybody's raving about
0: it? Then I'll probably see it. I, that would convince me, I think.
1: There's that's happened a couple times. I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to see the new Top Gun. It was amazing. It was like, I was like, I have no issue. And then our mutual friend, Ed said he bought uh, advanced tickets and he wanted to know if anybody would go with us. I just said, you know what? I'll go with you, Ed. Yeah. Mostly because I felt sorry for him. Because we all think Ed's a loser.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I think Ed's a smart man. especially oh,
1: for You're such a butt kisser.
0: Well, it? especially for saying, Tom, he was right, Mark.
1: He was right yeah, on that one. Was, I do love Ed. is uh, one of the best guys. And he smoked ribs for us this weekend. And they were, fun- I ate so much, I thought I was going to die. Ed's an icon, Mark. Ed is a hero. Yes. Thank God for Ed. <laughs> that's insane. I'm going to get that tattooed to my nuts. You should. I'm going to need extra fingers, I think, but I'll get it.
0: <laughs> Next, we got Guy Ritchie's The Covenant on April 21st. I don't even know what that
1: is. But... Guy Ritchie? Yeah. Didn't he just have. I-, I thought Fortune? so, that yeah. His?
0: That's within a month. That's yeah, it's two Within a
1: month. Um, interesting. Interesting. I don't think I've seen anything on that. I haven't either. I, it looks
0: like Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. So. Are we
1: sure it's theatrical, or is it going to hit like uh, one of the streaming sites?
0: Oh, um, no, these are all theatrical that I'm reading, so okay. yeah. Yep, it's going to theaters. Interesting. Then on April 21st, same day, we got Evil Dead Rise. I'm seeing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. Mark. You're going to go. You got to I, go. I probably, should, I probably should for the podcast, because the other thing coming out that day is Bo is afraid.
1: I don't even know what that is afraid of what evil uh, dead rises oh maybe he might be yeah, it's just about a guy named bo that's does no doesn't have the courage to go see the new evil dead movie <laughs> in theaters maybe they're connected mark maybe you gotta watch one before the other i am so excited for evil dead rise mm-hmm. i have been watching ash versus the evil dead show is it good oh it's fantastic really it's so funny yeah but i don't think it, i know it's not going to be connected to this movie anyway as far as i know anyway but i don't care i'm watching it
0: yeah as long as you have
1: fun Oh, and I thought of an idea for an Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Ash Williams movie. Oh, I can't wait, Mark. Yes, maybe I'll have that ready for our next... uh... Next episode? Yes.
0: And then, um, looks like the last movie they got on here, on April uh, 28th, not 23rd. Are you there, God? Question.
1: It's me, Margaret. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think it's a Judy Bloom book. Isn't it about, like, a... Not, uh, it's about a young girl getting her first period, right? I think so. Yes, it's a coming-of-age story. Uh, Kathy
0: Bates is in it. I love Kathy Bates. Is she the so. young girl? No, she's she's the... Oh. she's is she the God? Author. No, no, I don't think so. Um, Rachel McAdams is in it, too. I love her. I love so. Rachel. I was watching a Rachel McAdams movie this week. Was it Red Eye? It was not, but that's oh, a good movie. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so I, I'll, I'll probably have to see that one for the podcast, too, because I think it's on the first... The only one coming out that way. Yeah,
1: You're, you. Oh, but well, you brought up the podcast a couple times. Yeah, and that's where you have your review of uh, John Wick Four. And yes, and you'll have Dungeons and Dragons. So do you want to tell everybody the name of it? Yep, first in line, sponsored
0: by Vinyl Cup Records. You can find it.
1: Yep, and I will always post a link in the uh, Patreon uh, page for us. Oh, thanks, Mark. I have been. Yes, yeah. I do everything for you. Oh, My thanks, entire Mark. life is built around you. Uh no. I uh, so this is a true story. So this week I took. Once a day, we go to the library at work. Mm-hmm. I take my clients, and one of my clients is a young girl. Yeah, not a young girl; she's an adult. But she and she picks movies she likes. Uh-huh. When she's an adult, so she can pick you know pretty much whatever movie she wants. But we can't rent them. because yeah. it's not appropriate for to have them back at what uh, you know where we work. Um, and so I normally, if she pulls, I was like, "Hey, that's not appropriate, honey. Uh-huh. Like, you can watch it at home all you want. I mean, I don't care." <laughs> but and this week it was Fugitive. Oh. Yeah. Love that movie. It's a good movie, yeah. I'm not going to lie. But I was like, I don't I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So I told her, I was like, can we find something else? Like one of the clients, she rented like um, a Curious George movie, uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah. And then you get Fugitive. One time it was like <laughs> some like straight up die hard, not die hard, but like hardcore action movie. Really? Like, no. Like, I would totally watch that, but I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so I told her, I asked her to pick it. She did a really good job, so she said, okay, and she found another one. Well, there's a movie I've always wanted to watch. Yeah? Uh, and it's called uh, Disobedience.
0: Oh, I've never seen it.
1: Do you know what it's about, I don't think though? I've even heard of it. Uh-uh. It's Rachel McAdden, Matt McAdams and uh-huh. Rachel Wise. Yeah? Um, oh, I like both of them. Yeah, well, the whole thing is they're, like, um, from, like, a very strict Jewish, like, one's I think one's her sister-in-law. Uh huh. Like, their sister sister-in-laws. They're from this, like, strict Jewish family. Yeah. And then they find out that they're both attracted to each other. Oh. Yeah, and it's like, like, they... There's, like, a really hardcore scene between the two. Oh, my god. Which gosh. is not why I read it. Oh, okay. because I was
0: like, that doesn't sound appropriate. Mark. Well, no,
1: it's not. Well, that's not why I read it. <laughs> because, obviously, I, I could just watch that on online.
0: Yeah.
1: um, But, yeah, I'm reading it with my own... Library card. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh well, I want to check this out. I kind yeah. of want to see it." So I put it in the bag, uh-huh. and we're walking to the van, and sh- the girl that has she has the bag, and she's like, "Hey, how'd this get in here?" And she pulls it out, and you should see the cover. I'll show it because it's like seriously, Rachel McAdams and Rachel Weisz about ready to kiss. Oh, really? Like heart? Like yes. And I'm like, <laughs> "Whoa! I wasn't <laughs> expecting <laughs> you to see that." And I was like, "Ah, uh, somebody put it there by mistake. I'll have to go take it back later." Um, it, I don't know how it ended up in there.
0: What happened?
1: I rented that in some shark movie, but yeah, so it was, uh, it was weird. Um, I mean, I always, I always check things out on my own. Uh-huh. Cause it's like, like I said, it's my personal card, but we kind of use yeah, it. Yeah. And
0: you're there already. Why not?
1: Yeah, yeah. But it was, yeah, it's just something that that's like, what' so beyond <laughs> inappropriate that. Not only that, like, I've, re- I've checked out, like, rated R's. Like, I watched uh, El Mariachi last week, mm-hmm. uh, which is an, obviously a very graphic R-rated movie. Yeah. Um, and I'd never seen that before, so I watched that. So it's like, but this one, just the cover is, like, it, I mean, it's borderline, like, mm-hmm. I mean, like something, it's, st- I mean, I'm not trying to be crass or yeah. anything, I'll, but it is. It's, like, two women just seconds away from, You my, can tell it's an R-rated They're movie. about to make yeah. out. Yeah. They're about to, you know. Have fun. Anyway, that was just a fun movie story from this week. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, before we get into a review, anything uh, you need to talk about? Any movie news you're excited about? Whole, um. Well, my favorite actor of all time, it looks like
0: there's been some rumblings that he's going to direct his final movie. That's Clint Eastwood. Yes, he is your favorite. Yeah, and he, it, he there it just came out that he's going to make a movie called Juror Number Two, and it looks like as no release date or nothing, but apparently it's going to be his final film. Like I guess he—that's what they're saying. So he's—he's he's, he's ninety-three. So
1: yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's—it's it's sad to think about those tours, but yeah, he mm-hmm. might. Uh, I mean, if ninety-three is old. I think it's cool he's still working.
0: I mean, he was just in Cry Macho like a year or two ago. I watched Cry Macho, and he was looked great in that. I mean, for in his nineties, you know? I
1: think that's the secret to. Uh, so like keeping young and like virile is like keep keep working. Uh-huh. Find something you'll love to do and do it forever yeah. like Clint Eastwood. Because it's like so many people retire
0: uh-huh.
1: and like it seems like right after they retire they're like oh he's dead. Yeah. Um, I hope that doesn't happen to Clint but I don't know, not either, but also 93. He's made much, it a long time. That's probably half the movie. Juror number two is going to be like, I, I wish I was dead. Why am I here? Oh,
0: yeah. I don't know if he's going to act in it. I think he might only direct it, Mark. Exactly. Yeah, because it said he was looking for a young actor to play the juror.
1: Ooh, so. you think I could do it? You could? I think so, Mark. All right. Uh, I'm
0: juror number two.
1: Who's juror number one? You yeah. think you're better than me? Do you think that's a whole movie? It probably is. Uh, I've never seen juror number one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty cool. So, his last movie, and then I know that uh, Quentin Tarantino, I guess, is working on his last movie. I know. So that makes me sad. Two like, Pioneers are wrapping it up. Yeah, I, I, I want to see
0: more from Quentin. I know selfishly, but. And I almost and feel he's like. He's not 93. Yeah, no, he's 60. I think he's around 60. So,
1: you have 30 years, Quentin.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing is, too, I feel like Quentin says that now, but what if five years down the road he gets a really good idea? <laughs> You I know? think he'll
1: do something. I mean, I don't think he'll be done. Yeah. I, he might just be done with movies because creative people they don't like to stop, like him. You know, no, uh, no, I could see him. Uh, I could see him keep moving forward with something else. Yeah, um, he has been writing more books. Oh, that's but true. But I will tell you, I just finished um, the like book companion for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Huh? Felt completely nece- unnecessary. Really? Yeah. Like the whole time, I'm like, why? What is, what am I getting out of this that I didn't get out of the movie? (laughs) I mean, there's like some background from the show that Uh Cliff Booth makes, but I didn't need that. Yeah. Uh, It probably
0: is like an extended cut kind of a little bit.
1: It does, it does make you, um, there's like one story they kind of elaborated on that you didn't really get closure. Mm -hmm. And this one, they kind of just come out and say it.
0: I think I know what you're talking yeah, about, and like, I kind of don't want closure
1: for that. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's m- many other people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that, I don't know. I don't know that I, I'm going to like his, I don't know that I'm going to like his re- uh, his uh, books as much as I would like his movies, if that is the route he's going to go.
0: He, has ta- he says he wants to do series, too. Like a TV show, like a Netflix series, or you know something along those lines. I mean, a mini series. I think he'd be great at that. Well, that would be good. Yeah, because he already does like to make long stuff. So why not? You yeah, know, just expand.
1: Uh, I was, I was okay that his Star Trek didn't get off the air. Oh, I remember that was going to happen for a while, well, yeah. uh, As crazy as it sounds, I don't need Spock throwing out the N-word. Yeah. Like, it's, like sometimes it's like, what? <laughs> I can already tell you what his Star Trek movie would be. What do you think, Mark? Uh, Captain Kirk and Spock just saying, like, unnecessarily, like, vulgar things. And then lots of shot of Uhura and green, like, ladies' feet. <laughs> That's all it is. Ohura is the only one who on the on the, uh, the on the Enterprise with her feet up on the dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's all it is. Like, how many shots of that can you have? It's true, Mark. Uh but I don't know. I know we'll see what happens. That's pretty cool about Clint Eastwood. End of a end of a legacy with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. I have a gift for you. I've actually oh, had this do, for Mark? a while. Yeah. What? Uh, I brought it out here to give you, and then I put other things on top of it, and I totally spaced. Oh. um, Right away, you should be able to figure out what that is. Whoa, You are reading. He's reading. I gave him a big ledger. Do you know what it is? What? Let me look, Mark. Well, hang on. We don't have... You know that name?
0: Kimball? Richard D. Oh! Wait, Richard D. Kimball? What, What? Mark, what? What is is this?
1: That's the fugitive.
0: Oh, that's what I thought, because I read the beard. I thought "That's, that's the fugitive. Yes! well uh, well, mark where'd you get this
1: uh i found it i hope it's not somebody uh, that i I know uh i should probably reach out to them first to make sure it doesn't belong to them before i give it to you (laughs) because now i think about it i think i do know where it came from this is cool though yeah it's, Yeah. uh, it's the fugitive script whoa which is weird that we brought that up it's inappropriate but it's cool I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, yeah, the appropriate one would be The Disobedience. Yeah,
0: you brought me that good.
1: Let me see, uh, yeah, let me actually double-check with That Deb. is really
0: cool, though, Mark. I love that. I figured you
1: would freak out, because yeah. I know that you love that movie. Yeah,
0: well, and it's funny, because it's one of the Harrison Ford's only movies with a beard. And, it, no? I think it's his only movie. Be- well, yeah, I think so. Does he have a beard in other movies? I, I Not don't Not that know. I can think of. And he doesn't have a mustache, though. You know that, too, from Thunderbolt Ross photos, but...
1: All right. Is he not gonna grow a mustache? I don't know. Maybe later on he will. That's weird. We'll have to see. I guess we'll get. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, before that, are you ready? I am. Well, this is epic conclusion. This is. Uh, so there's nothing else you need to cover. Oh, not right now, Mark. So two <laughs> weeks. Uh, th- wait, no. Um, was it six weeks ago? I don't know. Oh, oh no! It was two. Well. Four weeks ago, you started. I think yes. We so it's to been today. about yeah. okay. So you've been on the edge of your seat for over a month. Yeah, to see how. This How's goes. that been comfortable? What sitting on the edge of your seat, wondering how the Ninja Turtles trilogy was going to oh, end? Oh
0: yeah, I'm excited.
1: Are you excited that you can sit in a chair normally again? Yeah, I am.
0: Okay, with the backrest and everything.
1: Yes, <laughs> I imagine that yeah, your back must be in. An- pain yeah but you couldn't stop because you were in so much pain okay (laughs) recap what happened in the last movie do you remember the last movie um i know the the what are they the trinosaurus triceratons Triceratons. that's
0: what i meant they came to earth they caused a bunch of problems and then uh they got rid of them right yes and then uh Uh, At the end, it kind of ended on a cliffhanger, like a really heartbreaking cliffhanger. Yeah. Because um, uh, Splinter got killed, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Shredder breaks in. So, as I said, with this trilogy, each different movie Mm -hmm. would be uh, a different representation of, like, a turtle's time. And so this would be going to the original 80s comic. Yeah. This is, like, where it all started. So that's why it sort of goes... It sort of becomes dark and gritty, Uh like that's intentional. Uh, So it's gonna be a lot darker. Oh man! So the story opens with the retelling of the Foot Clan and their history. They have been around for thousands of years, Mm -hmm. a ninja clan that that felt honor and humanity were their greatest strengths. One day, a new student, Hamato Yoshi, showed up. Who's Hamato Yoshi?
0: That is Shredder, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yoshi, uh, no, that's uh, Splinter. Oh, that's Splinter. Sorry. Yes. I got him confused. No, that's okay. It's easy to get him confused. Yoshi excelled at everything he did, but he felt one of the teachers, Saki,
0: who was that? That, that is Shredder. That right? is Shredder. Yeah.
1: Was too evil It didn't respect the Foot Clan beliefs. The leaders began to listen to Yoshi and see what he was saying. One night, Yoki, uh, one night, Saki killed the leaders and took over the Foot. Oh, my gosh. They attempted to kill Yoshi, but he fled to America. Saki's thirst for power led him to Krang and became he became even more twisted and evil and he became the Shredder Mark so that, but. That,
0: that, that is like a really great way to open I like it like a prequel
1: that was the yeah. idea um,
0: it reminds me of Return of the King Lord of the Rings because that one opens with Gollum
1: yeah, yeah. so it's a, you do that background with Gollum I love when
0: they do that actually I do too Yeah.
1: what did the second one open with Did it just Two open towers
0: with, I yeah. forgot now
1: um, okay, so then the screen goes black uh-huh and then it reads Teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah There's a scene okay, so there's a scene from the very first movie mm-hmm. in the trilogy where Donnie is talking to Splinter and they are discussing where they are going to go as adults. Mm-hmm. So this is always in the back of my mind with these turtles movies or yeah. the teenager, like what's gonna happen to them? Are they just going to stay in the sewer forever? Like is this their entire life? I would stink. Yes, so they? so in the first movie, they have a conversation. Uh huh. Him and uh, Splinter have a conversation where he pretty much says, "What what's our place going to be in the universe? Uh, is this pretty much is this it? So that's going to come into play at this movie." Uh-huh. Donnie wakes up from a dream, so he was dreaming. Uh, they are all squatting in Casey Jones' basement, squatting by like living there, yeah, okay. not like like squatting <laughs> like a ninja, dream. <laughs> yeah. like a ninja. Uh, I realized after I said that, I was like, ooh, squat could be two different things yeah. here. So, Raph has become the de facto leader. Uh-huh. Leonardo no longer wants to lead them because he feels that trusted cry is what led them to the betrayal and it, got, and it killed Splinter. The camera pans out and they're being watched by foot ninjas. Oh, so, no. the foot ninjas know where they are. Really? Yes. Saki, so the world is still under the identity as the Shredder so Okay, let me start. Saki, the world is still unaware of his identity as the Shredder, and they think of him as the benevolent businessman. Oh. So that goes like uh, in the second, uh, like the 2000 series. Uh-huh. Uh, the Shredder was a more of a, um, kind of almost like Lex Luthor. Really? Where he ran a company, yeah. Uh, and then he found out later on that, like, he was evil. But he, but society didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he's not really like Lex, I mean, that's kind of a... Not quite accurate, but anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, the world at large does not know he's evil. Mm-hmm. Saki is holding a press conference to the city and informs him that after the events on the bridge and the attack on the Triceratons, he has taken it upon himself and will free the city of mutant threats. To prove his effectiveness, he reveals two mutants he has already captured. Bebop and Rocksteady are shackled in cage.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah, so he betrayed them. There's a scene with the turtles They are discussing their me- next move. Leo claims they need to take the fight to Shredder, kill all the Foot Clan. Raph gets it infl- cl- in his face and claims that a suicide. Might be- Mikey pipes in and tells Leo that all the violence will just make things worse. If they attack them, they'll attack back and so on. It will be a never-ending cycle. Trying to get the vibe that Mikey's kind of more of a peaceful...
0: Yeah, I get that. Uh, they all kind of have different tactics, it sounds that's like. That's the idea. yeah.
1: And then there's a knock on the door. The Shredder's militia arrive, demanding to search the house there because they are harboring mutants. The Turtles have to sneak away. While they do, they see Casey Jones, but not Casey Jones. So Casey Jones is family, but not uh-huh. Casey Jones. They get arrested. Oh, no. So uh, while the turtles, when they, when the turtles get away, they are surrounded by foot ninjas. The foot ninjas tell them that there is nowhere they can run or hide. And if anyone tries to help them, they will suffer. The turtles go to fight, but then the surf the ninjas disappear. Oh! So they're pretty much just saying, "We're gonna make your life, you know,
0: miserable." Yes, Whoa. everything
1: we do is gonna make your life miserable here on out. Oh
0: no, Mark!
1: And like you know, you, there's nothing you can do to stop us. Uh-huh. And there's nobody, anybody that helps you, they're gonna suffer for it. Yeah. There's a huge banquet Saki is throwing, celebrating. Um, no wait, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. So the Turtles go into hiding. They're in an empty water tower with Casey and April. Donnie and Raph tell them to get away from the Turtles. So Donnie and Raph say, to, you know, you can't be part of us. Mm-hmm. It's not safe. April and Casey say they don't abandon their family. Suddenly there's a barrage of arrows hitting the water tower. So that the, the they're just kind of like harassing them nonstop. Uh-huh. Leo says that's it. And he leaves. Ignoring his teammates, please to stay. Raph says they can't falls Because it would all go to their death. So, Leonardo is leaving on his own. Yeah. He's had enough. There's a large banquet Saki is throwing, uh, celebrating his new agenda. Many people are there cheering and celebrating. There's a large puff of smoke. Then Leo appears in the room. People begin to run in panic. Leo charges at Saki. Saki keeps up the facade as the businessman. In close, he smiles and says that now... Leo has shown him how showing them how dangerous these mutants are, and the city will praise him even more.
0: Oh no. So he
1: played right into his hands. Oh man. Leo doesn't kill, he in for the he's going in for the care. Leo doesn't care, he's gonna go in for the kill. The hall empties, Saki escapes, Karai and Footnote ninjas show up. Leo, extremely outnumbered, begin to fight everyone. He keeps getting hit but keeps moving. He's fueled by pure rage now. Leo is starting to lose when the rest of the turtles show up. They turn the tide. Leo gets a second win and guns toward Karai. Leo is seeing red as a two duel. There's a ferocity in Leo's attacks that we have never seen. Leo is horribly injured, but he is ignoring the pain and keeps attacking Karai. Oh. Eventually, she is knocked down and defenseless, but he doesn't slow down. Coming in for the kill, she is terrified by him. So oh. she's like, obviously, she's tough as nails. Uh-huh. And this is like scared her. Oh, That's man. how mad he is. The foot are defeated, and the turtles grab Leo and hold it back, saying, We don't do that. He fights them off, and in the confusion, she escapes. Oh. Leo pushes his family off, and then he collapses, because he's so hurt. Yeah. Uh, like, they carry him out of the building and into a van. Abel says they need to get out of the city. Karai is walking alone. A flashback plays of her and Leo first meeting, and then of him now... With his anger and hate, she is overwhelmed with guilt of what she has done to him and the turtles, and she falls to her knees. The turtles end up escaping the city, and they go to April's country home. So in all the turtles lore, uh, one of them gets hurt, and they have to go, like, recoup- recuperate. Uh-huh. And uh, this like... Country house that April has.
0: Oh, I think that happened in one of the cartoons you were showing me. That
1: one, and in the first movie. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, they true. have to go
1: to uh, April's, uh, you know, family, uh, like upstate New York. Oh,
0: Mark. I love it, Mark.
1: So that's I wanted to put that one here. Leo's recuperating, and they discuss their plans for the future. They will have no future. They will be on the run for the rest of their lives. Raph is defeat de facto leader, says that New, La- New York is no longer their home. Donnie claims that Shredder is going to hunt them down wherever they go. Raph, not knowing how to lead, gets angry. Raph and Donnie get into a huge fight. Mikey walk away, walks away. He hates seeing his family like this. Eventually, Raph and Donnie walk away from each other. The Turtles have all physically walked away from each other. April says that she has... Uh, April says that she has... Ki- or uh, that Orokusaki has killed Yoshi's legacy by breaking apart his family oh so like he's you know this is part of his master plan is yeah. he's out tearing them down so the turtles are doing their own thing mikey is sitting in nature Raph is lashing out kicking and hitting trees donnie is working in the garage leo is like recuperating he's mm-hmm. very ba- badly hurt there's a mist surround mikey then mikey hears a voice he gets up and follows it the mist turns into splinter Splinter tells him that his family needs his heart. Oh. Uh, so it's not, I mean, was paraphrasing, but yeah, something like that. Donnie's in the shop and he hears Splinter's voice. Splinter tells Donnie that he is always so smart, but he is no longer thinking. Stop, breathe, and let his mind clear. Raph's f- fists and feet are bloody from all the kidding like, and attacking trees and stuff. Oh. Raf goes to hit a small tree when it turns into Splinter. Raph stops. Splinter tells him he is sorry that he has to carry this burden. Leadership is not easy, and Raph had to do it at the hardest time for the team. He is proud of him, but he must remain with the family. Leo is in a dream state. Leo is in the turtle's lair when the door blows open, similar to the last movie. Mm -hmm. Shredder, but not the normal Shredder, appears. This one is built more like a turtle. Yeah. The two begin to fight, but every move Leo makes, the Shredder blocks... The fight seems to last a long time. Leo is tired, but the Shredder is only getting stronger. He is attacking Leo, pounding down on him. Before he kills Leo, he pulls off his mask, and the Shredder is Leonardo. Oh! Splinter's voice talks and tells him the rage will consume him. Consume him. He will need. He will turn into his own enemy. Leonardo wakes up. So the four turtles get back together, and they hug. And Vin Diesel's like family. Yep, and then Vin Diesel (laughs) comes in and it picks him up and they drive off. Uh, We got family. Yes. (laughs) Donnie and Raph say they were both right. Leo says that they do need to stand up to Shredder and show him that they are not afraid of him and they can never break them and he can never break them apart. In an act of unity the Turtles remove their classic blue, orange, purple and red bandanas and toss them into a fire. They end up putting on dark red bandanas, showing that they are a team. Before the group leaves, (laughs) April says that she needs to do something. So that's cool. Well, that's also uh, when they originally started. They all had red. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So, like I said, I'm trying to get back to the original, uh, get into vibe with the original uh, Mirage comics. So originally, yeah, they all had red, and then they changed all their colors for the cartoons so kids would be able to tell who's apart easier it's
0: like Ted Lasso too because they burn
1: they, they do burn th- oh <laughs> yeah. man and Nate burned him <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, the turtles are at, arrive at KC, K, TCRI they sneak in Shredder is in his throne Foot is all around Karai stands to his right Leo says that they, they they have come to end this Shredder says that he has already won He's already beat him, and he sends sur- Karai down to kill her, or to kill Leo. Leo refuses to fight her. Karai tells him to pick up his swords, but he never takes his eyes off Shredder. Karai pulls her sword out uh, and swings it, stopping just as a ram- red bandana on his face gets cut in half, falling to the ground. Leo doesn't move. Oh. So she, she is so in control of her blade that she was able to cut the bandana off his face. Really? Without cutting a skit. Yeah. Oh man. Shredder tells her to ki- Shredder says kill him. But she can not if he won't fight back. Mhm. Cuz the the honor thing. Leo says he isn't there to fight cry he is there to end Shredder. Shredder stand up and the two begin to duel.
0: No, oh, yeah.
1: While this is happening, the Foot Ninjas attack the Turtles, Casey, and April. A massive fight ensues. So they're all in this big fight. Nice. Shredder and Leo are fighting and appear to be evenly matched. Shredder tosses a dart at Leo, causing his arm to go limp. Shredder lunges at Leo, tries to hold... Lunges at him. Leo tries to hold it back. Another dart, and Leo falls. Shredder is going to kill Leo. So he's standing over him, ready to mm-hmm. kill then Leo blocks uh, Shredder's attack. Whoa. Karai and Shredder now begin to fight. Really? Yes, because she saw that oh. he's he's not the person she thought he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't have the honor that they're supposed to have. Yeah. The group is being overwhelmed with foot ninjas. In the basement, a large green hand reaches out and opens the cage doors of Bebop and Rocksteady. Karai is being beaten by Shredder. Shredder Leo... Be, uh, regains control of his limbs, and he jumps up again. Karai and Leo fight Shredder as a team. In the fight, Shredder will start to be, lose pieces of the armor, so uh-huh. they'll like be cutting like the straps and stuff, and he'll start like losing the armor until, uh, you know, he's like lost all of his armor. Yeah, he's just wearing pants. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the turtles they're about to be beaten by the foot. They all say that they all say at least they are going out as a family. And Casey. I thought I'd throw in a little joke. Uh-huh. Then the doors fly open. Bebop, Rocksteady, Leatherhead, the Fugitoid enter and turn the tide. Oh, yeah. Shredder falls. He is exhausted and beaten. Leo looms over him. Shredder tells him to end it. Leo said he already has. He has beaten him. The Foot Ninjas start noticing that Shredder has ended up losing the fight. Uh-huh. Um... And they stop fighting the others. Whoa. So they're all kind of watching what's happening. Uh Uh-huh. Leo turns his back on this pathetic Shredder. Leo and Cry walk away. Shredder keeps yelling, telling him to end it, but they ignore him. Shredder reaches down and grabs a knife. He jumps up, running at Leo, knife raised. Oh. Then Shredder is hit by Rocksteady, sent flying out a window down to his death. Oh, what a... Yes. (laughs) The Foot Ninjas surround everyone, and to their surprise, they bow down to them. One Foot Ninja approaches Leo and says that he is now the leader of the Foot Clan.
0: Oh, man.
1: Authority figures begin to make their way to TCRIs. Ninjas vanish, Leo proclaims. Everyone disappears. The authorities find an empty chamber. The screen goes black. And it reads, one year later, Uh Uh-huh. April was reporting about the one-year anniversary of the end of Oroku Saki. How it was revealed that he worked with the crane to take over the world. We see the TCRI building is being torn down. Whoa. So his legacy is gone. Uh, Hun and some fellow gang members uh, run away from a a store they robbed. They have guns in their belts and are laughing at the mayhem they caused. They enter an alley. One foot and jumps behind them and tells them to lower their weapons. They laugh. They have guns, and he, he is one nut with a sword. A rock flies and hits Han on the head. We see Raf, Casey, and a swarm of foot ninjas surrounding them from above. And after that, the foot ninjas, they enter their lair. Raf goes to a computer monitor, and he turns on the computer monitor. Whoa. We go to Japan. It's a new company, and there's a new tech company uh-huh. that has taken over and changed the world. They are making sorts of, all, all sort of new products that will better mankind, and they are doing everything very cheap. So it's... You know, it's not like they're doing it very altruistically. Uh The camera pans up to a secret floor. We see Donnie, Leatherhead, and Fugitoid working together. Donnie goes over to a computer, goes to a computer, and turns it on, switches the switch on. There's a small village in South America, and there's a small tribe. A group of armed men arrive and say they need to pay tribute to their leader. While they're talking, their jeep seems to lift up off the ground by itself, the men turn to see Bebop and Rocksteady holding it and flipping it over. Mikey jumps down from a tree and takes away their gun. He says that this village is a place of peace, and they are welcome to stay if they can live in harmony. A few run away, but we see a few of them stay, uh, and they're kind of just being together. Uh-huh. And then we see them; ex- those people accepted to the tribe. Mikey enters into a tent, turns on a computer, and sits down. There's a man climbing a mountain. He is uh, he is above the clouds, so that's uh-huh. how high up the cloud. The wind is whipping at his face. He looks, and he's about to fall. He is de- uh he's about to fall. He is defeated and tired by the mountain climb. When a hand reaches out and helps him to the top, the Foot Clan is training. Uh, Karai is like training everyone. Leonardo watches them as they train. Eventually, he enters his dojo. He sits down at his at a computer. Oh. All four all four are now on screen together. And then the screen goes black and it reads Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my gosh. So they're no longer teenagers. That's
0: so cool. You like it? it? The ending gave me goosebumps, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. I definitely green light it. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: I think you've learned more about Ninja Turtles from me and these little movies that, uh, like, your entire life. I have, actually. Yes. (laughs) It's true. Well, I'm glad you like those, man. Yeah.
0: Now I want them to be real.
1: I am ah, excited for this new one. But yes, yeah. I do too.
0: But I love how it gets like... It feels like it gets more epic as it goes along. And those are my favorite kind of movie series. Well, that's what it's know? supposed to that's do. That's what it's yeah. supposed to But sometimes
1: they don't. No, Sometimes they
0: blow that. And I, I don't think you did it all, though. You did it how you should do it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. All right, man. So that was fun. So yes, we finally have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy ready to go. Yeah uh and we are going to be getting out of here to go see Dungeons and dragons soon oh i'm getting hyped mark it's going to be amazing i am and you can listen to jacob's review of Dungeons and dragons at first in line sponsored yes. by vinyl cup records check it out and you can hear that on spotify you can hear that oh anywhere, anywhere. Right? Yep. yeah i was listening to it on spotify the other day i was yeah. listening to a john wick one <laughs> uh and you talked about john wick fives coming out oh not anymore well I'm sorry <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> uh, anyway uh, anyway, so that was a lot of fun that was the Teenage Mutant Turtles and uh, I am Mark and I'm Jacob you guys have a great one thank you bye